Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Canada has declared its deep concerns to the top intelligence and security officials of the Indian government. Last week at the G20, I brought them personally and directly to Prime Minister Modi in no uncertain terms. Any involvement of a foreign government in the killing of a Canadian citizen on Canadian soil is an unacceptable violation of our sovereignty. Good morning to you. Great to have you. And that was the Prime Minister dropping this bombshell on the opening day in Parliament and uh, had to do so because the Globe and Mail had the story and they were moving with it. So he had to do something. And uh, he said that he brought the allegations right to Prime Minister Modi's attention at the G20. And certainly since the story broke, within hours, they kicked out one of India's top diplomats. India did the same. Uh, paused a trade deal with India in response. Uh, certainly treating this much more seriously than they did with Chinese interference. India, of course, soundly rejecting all allegations, calling it uh, absurd saying such unsubstantiated allegations seek to shift the focus from Khalistani terrorists and extremists who have been provided shelter in Canada and continue to threaten India's sovereignty and territorial integrity. So uh, the Trudeau government's refusing to give details about what intel they had to act. But when it comes to accusing a fellow democracy and an ally of committing terror, they better get the goods in Ottawa. Steve Chase is one of the columnists from the Globe and Mail who broke this, along with Robert Fife. He joins us now. Great to have you. Yeah, great to be here. Albeit, I think none of us are going to have a day off for a while, uh, thanks to this latest round of, of bombshells. Not, not to mention, so, so since you broke in that story, Steve, a lot has happened. Um, India is, is adamantly saying this did not happen. And so what's been the biggest reaction uh, to your story at this point? Well, I mean, India has definitely uh, responded in kind by uh, ejecting a Canadian diplomat to match our expulsion of a senior uh, Indian intelligence officer in Canada, from Canada. And of course, um, they've, they've put out a blistering statement accusing Canada of basically harboring terrorists and separatist elements. And that's a, that, that relates to a long-standing concern India has had about Canada dating back uh, decades, of course. Um, but uh, a lot of uh, we really don't know where it's going now. Uh, it depends on uh, how far the Indians are willing to take this. At the moment, um, the tra the cancelled trade mission was actually cancelled in September mm -hmm. uh, first. Uh, sorry, correct myself. September fifteenth, and the trade talks are paused September first. We just didn't know at the time why the government wouldn't give us any explanation. So some of the damage was already occurring before. We managed to get the story out. Right. But certainly it explains uh, the awkwardness um, and the icy uh, re uh, greetings betwe between the two men. But why yeah. now? Like, I, I mean, I remember hearing about Mr. Nijar's um, shooting sure. in, in June. I think a lot of people just thought, okay, it's going to be gang violence. And it went away. But when did this intelligence 
come onto the radar of the Trudeau government? Because I, I, I noticed that uh, their, their reaction to this was, you know, expedited. They didn't wait. They didn't have to him and haw and, and, and ask for process. It was just like, okay, we've got the intelligence, we're acting, which is a much different response than when Chinese interference allegations arrived. Absolutely. Yeah. No, and that's important to keep in mind. Uh, and I think the government, as you know, we also can't forget about the setting. We're on the cusp of a public inquiry, which is going to raise a lot of questions about the Canadian government's inability to respond to the foremost aggressor of foreign interference, which is China. And so it's certainly going to help the government's back pocket to say, well, we did something about India. But um, the, uh, the, the case of Nijar's murder was so extraordinary, so unusual. Uh, there was a lot of press attention back in June. Uh, you know, basically a sort of professional-style execution as he's leaving the parking lot of his gurdwara. There was a lot of rumors swirling around, but we, the RCMP and, of course, security agencies have been investigating this. Uh, we had You had seen that uh, even then, his friends, the deceased man's friends and the World Sick Organization had said that he'd been warned by CSIS ahead of yeah. time. Uh, now that does raise the question, well, why wasn't he protected? If they were warning him, what did they do? Just give him a warning and then, you know, end the phone call? So uh, a lot of questions remaining, but um, this was not a case that was going to go away. Uh, yes, the government's decision to go public with this was accelerated by our timeline. We had, uh, uh, I got the tip last week, and we solidified everything by Sunday. They asked us to hold for a week. We refused. We said we'd give a day. And, of course, then they tried to beat us to the punch yesterday, but we got it out first. Albeit, as I understand, national security advisors have already been to India, um, you know, to look into this, which is a bit surprising. Um, but when you when we talk about this gentleman, Hardeep Singh Nijar, um, twice apparently had unsuccessfully applied to, re- to come into Canada uh, using a false passport. These are reports uh, out of India, also put on a no-fly list. Um, yep. But now the, the uh, Trudeau government is confirming he did become a Canadian citizen in March of 2015. And so there, yep. there are questions about what the Indian government accuses him of and, and, and how Canadians yep. perceive him. No, and, and he's been accused also of conspiring to murder a Hindu priest. Again, these are these are this is information released by India. We don't have any visibility into the um, veracity of that. Um, there, uh, you know, the case, the situation with Khalistan, which is, you know, an unusual situation because it seems that di- di- diaspora of the Indian community seems more interested in this than people in Punjab region who actually still live in India. But they, this has been a, a long-standing irritation between Canada and India. And uh, India has accused Canada of harboring uh, terrorists and separatists. Canada's response has been, well, as long as they're not killing people or blowing up buildings, they can think whatever they want. So it's free speech. Mm. And, uh, and it's come to a head now. Yeah. Uh, so this, uh, you know, really essentially sort of uh, throws our foreign policy <laughs> plans into a tailspin. The first major foreign policy announcement from the government, this government, uh, in in years was to sort of pivot to India as part of a its Indo-Pacific policy, which was a way to reduce reliance on China and and, and focus more on other countries that border the, the Indian Ocean. That's that's now at the door. So, uh, and at the same time, we have to confront the fact that India is becoming a more of an authoritarian state. There's a slide towards authoritarianism, uh, as you know, uh, and so. It's, it's messy, and it's not going to get it solved soon, and it does have a, a, a significant impact on the, uh, the, business, the sort of fortunes of the business community, which have been hoping uh, that this pivot yeah. to India was going to mean a lot more business for Canadians. Yeah, there's no telling what the fallout will be. Uh, but the other, the other concern is, you know, I know there's an investigation going on, but how, how confident can we feel that the RCMP is going to be able to investigate this, given their handling of the Air India 
uh, bombing, which was uh, dreadful. It took 20 That's years, and, and ultimately they dropped yeah. the ball every step of the way, and there was no justice. And it's complicated, right? So how are we going to get the evidence when we have not proved to be able to do that in the past? That's a very good question. I, I think we all have, in this country have a, a diminished faith in the RCMP's ability to, uh, to do their job. And again, it's going to be put to the test with this case. Yeah. And the problem is, though, I mean, you can't just go accuse other countries of doing this. And so I don't know how this gets solved. I don't know what next steps are. I'm pretty sure that you and, and Bob probably have other stories coming. But it's really hard to understand where this goes from here, despite the fact that we know it's going to be part of the inquiry. But, you know, the price to be paid. Yeah, I know. I agree with you. There's This is um, unusual. And it, and it is also unusual. I think one of the things you see the the Conservative Party doing is trying to step out of the way in this conflict. They're not necessarily joining the government in this. They're saying, well, produce the evidence. Show us the evidence. Show us what evidence you have. And so um, it's going to be interesting whether the cons- it's going to be an all-hands-on-deck, all bipartisan, multipartisan approach to this, or whether the Conservatives are going to stand aside and let uh, the Liberals fight it out with India. There is no love lost between the Modi government and the Trudeau government. Yeah. Is there any uh, thought in your mind, any gut check that, that there's politics at play here? And I mean, you can say it on both sides, but is there any? Well, I, think, I, I, I think it's no question that I think that there's credible evidence that India was responsible for this. Um, and Mr. Trudeau really can't ignore it. Uh, so and of course, it is also opportune, though, for him, because mm-hmm. we have a public inquiry that's going to ask him a lot of questions about what he did to defend this country. And he can at least point Despite the abject failure of his government on China, he can at least point to having uh, stood up and, and uh, pushed back at India over this. Yeah, maybe too little too late, but we'll see. All right. Thank you very much. Great reporting, and we'll stay tuned. Take care. That Bye. is uh, Steve Chase, who, along with uh, Bob Fife, break this latest chapter in foreign interference. But again, how are we going to get to the bottom of it? And what does the relationship look like moving forward? There are already big protests underway in India. They're not happy.